not, 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 not what I expected. There he goes again. I didn't expect to start the show with that being the last thing that was... I will was... kill <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> You've really been into that. I think, you're, I think you're just trying to start... You're trying to start beef. I'm trying That's to start reach him. Corden beef. Next week, yeah. he'll hear about James it. Corden is I've been on the show. starting <laughs> beef with a very small gaming news podcast. <laughs> he's like... Hashtags. He's like an even more pretentious and annoying Ricky Gervais, which I didn't think was possible. Scientists previously did not believe such a thing was possible. I, as far as Ricky Gervais goes, I didn't really follow him all too much when he was in the spotlight. So smart, very smart. But hold on, is there something there? Corden beef hash. Corden v. Cor- <laughs> Who was the other guy? Said Ricky Gervais. <laughs> you see, Ricky Gervais has an advantage because he has friends. <laughs> well, what if they hate each other? They do. What if Everybody in England hates James well, Corden. Well, according to one comment on that, I, I have heard that. James Corden is worse than Brexit. He's significantly worse than Hitler. <laughs> I mean, Hitler's victims had like a, a top number that we can sort of estimate. James Corden is unknowable. Yeah, he's infected a lot. I mean, we'll never right, so really... It's like the vaccines. We'll never know the real like long-term impact until it's too late i just want to know if we're starting oh, something shit, we just got flagged for this mm-hmm. Fuck. If, 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 if we're starting something uh-huh. then then I, I just want to be on the like in the know like remember when starting uh, something i want to be all in <laughs> remember when john oliver started beef with a fucking small pennsylvania towns uh fucking like sewage it department? was uh can it was connecticut but yeah i remember that and then they finally like, sure officially named it after him yeah the the john oliver memorial (laughs) which is really funny (laughs) i love when something is a memorial to someone who's still alive between that and his running joke with adam driver were possibly like my two favorite things the adam driver stuff is funny hold on i'm i'm uh i'm reading some breaking news that just came in on facebook messenger here Alright, while he reads that breaking news, this is the Mammoth Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay. Back this week, we got Austin. I'm back, baby. Worse than ever. Got Johnny Riot. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, still here. Couldn't get rid of him this week. Sorry, guys. Uh, and, always. Oh, Hello there. Hey. Alright. Uh, lo- looking at this week's show, we were like, Man, we don't have a lot, but then we remembered mm-hmm. that there were trebuchets and an nope. entire Gamescom thing. Uh, and then we're like, might be like five articles that we have lined up, but there's going to be uh, definitely some shit talking in here. So, so is, is, um, is Gamescom short for Games Communism? Is that what yes. that's about? Is yeah. that why there was so much Game Pass talk? It takes place mm-hmm. in Eastern. Yep. Yeah, you guys don't, it, it, like, a lot of people don't know this, but... Uh, Microsoft Game Pass is actually trying to like do a cultural revolution and like force uh, you know everybody to have a free video game that they don't want. That's what communism is actually about. <laughs> so kind of like you two, but with video everybody, games. yeah, everybody legally has to play. Um, <clears throat> Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Thanks for coming that's in, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's queue up the next episode real quick Quickly and... segue out of that uh, <laughs> If you get the chance Head over to facebook.com Backslash Mammoth Games Inc Check out all the top news and video game stuff there 
as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games so you know we go live and do junk just like this. Um, aren't, aren't most of the people already listening to us on Facebook? No. Uh, no. Actually, no. Absolutely no. Not. Facebook just makes we the actually, accounts I, for I, them. We, yeah. We, Hold on, let me get the stats up. Yeah, for Facebook, it's, it's really just a... Uh, it's really uh, just us monitoring ourselves? More than likely. It, it's us... Well, people and do then jump in stops now in. and again. Yeah, every now and again. Jay's mom stop shows in. up. Yeah, my mom will show up randomly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we get a lot more downloads than we than we get traffic on Facebook for sure. Let's see what's going on here. It's crazy because we have uh, how many do we have? Let's see. Uh, the uh, the over majority of yeah, a little over. 32% of people or yeah exactly 32% used Apple Podcasts uh, what the fuck 8% of people are using Player FM Wait, is that on your fucking Zoom what the fuck are we looking at here Player FM we this got is some a, we're making iTunes, a stats episode okay. Overcast a Chromecast device two downloads on a Chromecast device <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like a fucking would be like like on your TV, Spotify on Chrome, can a podcast thing. One Stitcher download. It's more like Bitcher, man. It just sucks. Hey, we got a download from Russia. That's pretty cool. God, I hope they got my data packet that I sent. Um, we're gonna have to scrub that. We should make this this episode directly for the Russian bro. We got we got three downloads from Iran. What's up? Please, for the love of God, send us an email. <laughs> I'm so interested. UK. So, as always, UK is our number two. Uh-huh. And number three is Iran. How is that possible? I'm, I just... I have to know. I have to know. It's impressive. Well, I mean, what, what would be the alternative? Where else would... I mean, I would assume somewhere in the Anglosphere, that somebody that actually understands like as a first language English because I feel like we're using some fucking lingo that cannot be taught in school definitely yeah <laughs> it's barely understandable by people that speak English obviously I, I barely understand some of the shit you say I don't know any of the shit I'm talking about okay yeah. in the US obviously Ohio Florida are our top ones Alabama huh got some downloads who the fuck is in Alabama I don't know just in general not that's listening sure to that us why like is anyone in Alabama I think that they probably typoed what they were looking for and accidentally downloaded. All these yeah. people are actually looking for Mammoth Mountain. They're all and trying to <laughs> talk to that uh, that Russian guy that was selling the Mammoth Bones. That guy was cool. We should have him cool on the show. I cannot believe that was legit. It is definitely legit. It's How crazy. much would that... that was well, he wasn't astounding. trying to sell it. He was trying to lease, yeah. it. To lease it. it, right? It's illegal yeah, for to sell our, it, technically. Well, I do have a, we do have a really big lobby. <laughs> That was, I mean, I can just slap it out back. I mean, I don't see why not. Mammoth lived outside. It. it could be rained on. Who gives a shit? Go put it budget. out by the lake. Oh, we could put it in like that's coming out of the lake and people will be all freaked out by it. Oh, that'd be I'm getting best. all bangers. I can put it in the second unit of the plant that we don't use. It's all good. Imagine, imagine the look on your boss's face when he walks in. And there's a fucking <laughs> mammoth in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Austin. I don't know who did this, but I bet he's really, really cool. And that's like, Austin! Oops. Did I do that? Alright, let's get to some free games. 
Um, we talked Finally. about uh, Atomic Chef last week. Uh, you can pick that up now. And as well, they tossed in um, Saints Row the Third Remastered, just in time for uh, a Saints Row announcement that we'll get to later. Yeah. So. so not bad. Um, you can also take part in the Riders Republic beta. Really wasn't my jam. Um, but I, I, I think I got... I, I think I don't think I disliked the game. I think I disliked the progression of the beta, um, because okay. they were forcing me to do. Uh, it was like, I felt like ten, eight to ten, uh, just like BMX races mm. or mountain bike races, and I'm like, like it's cool, but I kind of want to experience all of this, and I played about an hour of it and. I was like, I, no, like, I, I just, I don't want to, I, I, I had done a little bit of everything, like a quick tutorial just to show you how the controls work, but then they immediately went into the mountain bike racing for probably about 40 minutes. Mm. And I was like, like, you should have, I think you messed up. They should have just allowed you, hey, you have these at your disposal. You can try everything. And they give you like one or two places in each. Yeah, to to go check it out, but yeah. they didn't do it like that. I just dislike the the game might might be fun. It ran well. It looked good. Um, I will say, uh, since I spent most of the time on mountain bike, um, the tricking felt really weird. Wasn't a big fan of it. Um, but I don't know. That might be you know just coming from a more simulation extreme sports thing mm-hmm. that I've been playing. Um, but yeah, you can check that out. All of that free over on uh, Epic Game Store. Grab mm-hmm. that account. Grab that account even if you don't have uh, a PC. Just build that library. Um, For sure. But yeah, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into the uh, weekly news. Back with um, Activision Blizzard stuff, huh? Yeah, the story that just keeps on giving. It just, yeah. Well, I feel like it would give a lot more if there were, you know more evidence that hadn't been destroyed. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, So, Activision Blizzard's HR um, was uh, accused of shredding documents relating to abuse allegations. Um, Did this ever make it anywhere? I know this article was a couple days old. Nothing Nothing new new as far as that goes. I think that was just added to the stack of stuff. They yeah. expanded that, and then they also expanded um, working abuse for, like, temp employees and, uh, trying to think here, QA testers was another thing that they were expanding their scope into. It's just basically... Well, they always... The lawsuit is just encompassing a lot more than what was originally announced, and Activision Blizzard is just kind of a shitbag company, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I I know just from you know knowing people who work in the industry, they're like, yeah, you know, cute like the QA testers. They they always they're not valued at all, um, and that's that's kind of a tough thing to hear because a lot of like prominent figures in the gaming industry that we know now started as QA testers. So yeah. You know, people who are interested in getting into it, you know, sometimes 
I know I had the thought myself, like, okay, maybe start at, like, a QA position. Well, good quality... Assur- and then move from Well, there. good quality assurance is something that, I mean, is essential is what will make or break your product and stuff, is having good QA staff on hand. I, and I speak from this from personal experience, having worked in manufacturing quality assurance, that it is essential to have you know great quality assurance that way you're not putting out bad products mm-hmm. and you lose your consumer base from having you know terrible products but yeah. unfortunately it is a huge place where a lot of um hate and aggression can be found because it's a department of your company that's rejecting people's work inside there and so people who get their um uh, their pride wrapped up into their work and don't know how to take like uh, constructive criticism or something like that. It, I mean, from my time when I worked in quality assurance, I would get uh, cussed out at. I would have stuff thrown at me. People would turn in let's or parts just because they wanted to waste our time. Uh, there was even people that would just overturn our rejections and just go through with sub inspections and then it would cost us those parts would go through uh, rest um, later production cycles and it would end up costing the company a ton of money because of it yeah and with in the game industry it's not just like surface stuff like oh we're just testing the product no a lot of the other behind the scenes, you know, QA also test pipeline, uh, you know, how uh, tools fit within the, uh, you know, the pipeline of the making the game. So it's not just testing the game, but it's testing the tools that people use to exactly. Make so, I, and that always kind of like blew my mind after I started hearing about it like hey why are they treated so poor when they're the people who are saying if this is working properly it's it's mm-hmm. a pride issue on the people that are making the stuff they don't want to hear that their product doesn't work or that their stuff is is not good and so I mean they don't they, they don't they're not the people who tell you hey take that out that's bad they tell you hey this part of it isn't functioning proper we need to re- we need to look at that typically <clears throat> It's never a straight, like... Uh, it, I mean, I, I, I don't think so in the game industry. You know? Yeah. It's like, hey, we're removing this all together. I guess... It, it's more, hey, we need to tweak it. Yeah, I guess from that perspective, I don't have that. Uh, I'm just basing this off of my own personal experience working in quality assurance. Um, sure. Uh, which was, you know, just a different industry that I was mm-hmm. in. But I, I can see that. But I can see also the parallels of just how that environment can be. All right. Well, that's interesting. Do we have anything else to say? I feel like the two people that would have the most to say on this are I, I mean, being quiet. Even though I've been gone for two weeks, I, I feel like I've already talked this to death. Like, it, you know, it's been right. ongoing. The fact that's why we haven't said anything about yeah. it. Like, yeah. pretty much the whole time you've been gone. Because we see it every week, and we're like, should we talk about that? And we're yeah, usually like, no. I mean, this is a... just such a direct, like... So I understand that... Um, this is just a company acting in its own interest, right? It doesn't. This doesn't actually say anything. This is just like, well, these could be bad, possibly. We don't really know, so destroy it. But like to me, just being an, an onlooker that is, you know, I'm not a lawyer or whatever. I'm not a business uh, attorney or anything. 
this just seems like such a direct admission of guilt. It is. Like, oh, if they read this, I will lose the case. That means they knew. They knew everything that was happening. Uh, the company helped hide it. Like, they, they it, it destroyed they, it. Blizzard they, doesn't need to did, exist anymore. Did they say anything about why it was destroyed? I mean, why, why else? That's my thing. Like, if this news story comes out, you have to come out as the company and say, like... And clarify these were, what like these were personal records that uh you know due to hipaa or whatever we couldn't share so they were destroyed just in case they get mixed up in a bag you know what i mean like they there was no defense like they didn't they didn't have an official statement it's like yeah, like 100 yeah. they're just they're just hiding the fact that they knew everything was going on the whole time at this point it's more like what's the end game like yeah, it, they need to. I mean, they need to be sued out of existence. In it's my almost opinion. like self sabotage as an institution. I, I almost feel like they're just at this point. They know it once it's going to end poorly, and they're almost trying to rush it. Well, yeah. I have a. Th- I, I came up with a theory that I was thinking about this, but with with like Bobby Kodak being the head of it, and how re- insanely high his pay has been with the company, he probably can get by without needing to be in industry in any way shape or form so he's not personally staked into the success of activision blizzard anymore my guess is that maybe this is a this is a tinfoil hat theory of mine so take it with what you will but it almost has the appearance that at this point they know they're screwed and there's no way coming back from it so are they purposely allowing for this to get tanked so that way they can potentially sell it off, sell off portions of their company uh, to make money that way. So because they know that the name name is tainted, so if it gets tanked and some company like say I'll, I don't know THQ Nordic decides to buy more stuff, uh, that's who will. <laughs> they decide to buy the name Blizzard because even with all this stuff going on they might be able to strike up a good PR reputation like hey we know in the past um, Blizzard stood for something maybe we can do it too and maybe the higher ups of Activision CEO are are hoping banking on that potential um, solution to their problem I mean just just saying the thing like one of the first things that comes to mind like I feel like these companies have to purge documents after a certain time. Is there a chance that they were just doing the standard thing of purging older documents and it just happened to be documentation that would also pertain to this case? At it, some point? it would have yeah. to depend on what the documents were and what their policy is. But And this is a story that, like we've said earlier, we don't have too much more to go off of other than the fact that we know that they were destroying documents related to the lawsuit if these were documents that were specifically being requested by the investigators um, from the state of california then it's pretty damning of what it is but we would need to know more about the actual policy on their document handling and process and whether these were being requested or not no yeah so interesting. I don't know. Um, you know, there's a lot of... I feel like there's a lot of people that are, like, pointing out, like, straight facts, but they don't have all the information that 
you know, like, because Blizzard and Activision haven't really tipped their hand in showing, you know, anything. Uh, and then people who may have worked in the company or currently still do work in, at the company or previously worked at the company, you know, saying, hey, this is what they did. Um, but with no real, like, explanation. I think, yeah, the explanation is just something that would be needed. We'll but, probably get it in um, time. It doesn't change the... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't change the facts, you know, of, of the, the things that are not pertaining to the, the destroyed potential evidence um, that the company is just kind of a shitty company. You, you know, we might have loved their products previously or, you know, even still do, but doesn't mean that it's a great work environment and these people aren't shitty people. Right. I think a lot of it is yeah. also given the fact that this is still an ongoing investigation case. And so just like uh, Activision Blizzard's not tipping their hand on any more information being released than what they feel like they absolutely need to, the state of California mm -hmm. is probably also doing the exact same thing where they're not releasing more information than what they absolutely need to because they don't want to give any reason for Activision Blizzard to uh, be able to cover up anything more than what they're able to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, I mean, I would say we'll follow up at this, but, you know, the only thing we'll probably follow up on is whatever the <laughs> result is, because I think we've talked about it, talked about it yeah. quite a lot at this yeah. point. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, in other interesting news uh gamescom uh happened but I, I don't think it's done quite yet it might be i don't remember um but the first thing they did they did a small pre-show leading up to the xbox um gamescom event that happened before um opening night live um and uh those are the two biggest highlights uh the first one not even being a huge highlight we just wanted to talk about trebuchets because uh Austin's back. <laughs> love that um, shit so you ever need uh, to like knock on somebody's door but like they're you know but you want to be a bit several hundred yards away it. and you don't want them to say <laughs> no and well and you don't want to walk over there right. several hundred yards right load up the truck the street is dangerous remember look both ways there it is got to it is so, <laughs> so funny that they like refuse to show assassin's creed 4 or assassin's creed holy age shit. of empires 4? age of empires 4 yeah. gameplay release Assassin's Creed 4 gameplay coward. <laughs> so like it's it is so funny that like yeah, Age of Empires like their RTSs like had a complete um like customer base dissolve like nobody buys RTSs anymore. And for some reason, you know, Microsoft's like, yeah, Age of Empires, we own it for some reason. Let's let's squirt another one of these bad boys out and see what happens. Do they really own and the studios for it? Yeah, they got Ensemble and Oh, that's right. So, um, you know, I, the market is completely, you know, desaturated at this point. Like, they're going to be basically the only game out. Um, there's been some revitalization in uh, RTS over the last couple years and kind of independent games on Steam and stuff. And they just refuse to show gameplay. They're, like, so afraid to show gameplay because it just it makes it look super technical and difficult. Which, it, I guess it, it can be, of course, you know, StarCraft or whatever. But it yeah. doesn't have to be, and certainly, you know, Microsoft has gotten pretty good at doing tutorialization and stuff. I felt like what they did with the Halo Wars series was pretty good. I really enjoyed those Halo games. Halo Wars was good. Yeah. That was the best RTS on console by far. I mean, 
they, they figured out all the console commands to make it work properly and everything. So yeah, it's it's totally weird that they're like afraid to show this game off and talk about the actual features of it. So much so that they would rather create a medieval replica of a trebuchet and fire it a couple times and have a journalist look at it. So weird. It was... It, so, it, it was weird. But it was fun. It, I, I thought it was fun to watch. I don't know why. I was like, this is... this. It's kind of entertaining. I'm glad they're putting these kind of, like, oddball things in there. Yeah, it was cool. Um, it, it, yeah, it's pretty cool to, like, you know, especially for people who don't know. Like, I, I don't... I definitely don't know everything about the, you know, things that they're showing off. So... It is kind of like a, a history lesson um, inside of a game. It just uh, might not have been so the best cool. place to have done this. No, by far it was the probably worst place to do this. This should have been just something that they announced, um, but they wanted to show off something Age of Empires. So, and God forbid, like you said, they show off gameplay. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, that's what we got. But long before that, um, early in the show, uh, I actually was really excited how the show started um, because they showed off uh, Dying Light 2. Um, I, I'm still excited for it. Uh, I don't know if you guys happened to catch that, uh, you know, that bit that they showed off. But yeah, they I showed off that some, a little bit. They showed off some good stuff. Um, like... They showed off, like, a grappling hook, so a dude ran and jumped out a window, turned to the building that he just jumped out of, grappling hooked the edge, and swung down into another window. Um, they said that, uh, you know, one of the biggest things, of course, about Dying Light was the traversal. Mm. Um, and they've, at, you know, that's one of the major things that they've been working working on. So taking what they already had and, and building upon it to make it smooth. So you see, like, running up a wall and then turning and vaulting off the wall. Or, you know, bouncing on one wall, uh, like two walls that are close together, bouncing off one, kind of, like, back and forth up um, a wall. You know, of course, the grappling hook, the drop kick, the sneak attacks. They included a wall run. Mm. which was pretty cool um you see it live action in a fight um uh, kind of parrying a guy and then jumping off while he's like bent over jumping off his back yep. to do an attack um was pretty cool uh i do know this one is set um in the like much further in the future after the first dying light so yeah it's like after it's not, society has like fully collapsed and they're starting to kind of new groups are coming back and everything. Yeah, so it's really like, uh, like almost gang oriented. There's different like cells of people. Mm. It, it really feels like they took a page out of like The Walking Dead, where it's like these cells of people have band together. The zombies aren't like the worst thing that's out there. Right, they're a thing that's out there. They're more they're of an obstacle, not the worst thing. Yeah, humanity being the worst thing that's out there, <laughs> as always. Uh, they dove into Flight Sim, just talking a bit more about that. I know, Brian, you played a little yeah. bit of that, um, because you that, ended up getting the series. Yeah, I got that delivered yesterday, or not yesterday, this last week, and a friend and I ended up playing Flight Simulator. He was playing on his Oculus, and I was playing my Series S, and it was a ton of fun, and actually, as the show's been going, 
uh, my friend texted me saying that, hey, do you want to jump in at 1 p.m. to fly into Hurricane Ida with me? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Because this game <laughs> allows for real-time uh, air traffic and also weather to be included in your experience and stuff. You can turn that stuff on and off. Huh. That's pretty cool. So, later this afternoon, I'll be uh, flying into a hurricane. Dude, it's it's one Bro. of those games that I always wanted to mess around with, but I, I know it's, for me, almost more of a gimmick thing where, like, I would just want to do the dumb thing and fly somewhere ridiculous, and I'd, I'd probably install it once and then never actually uninstall it, but always want to go back to it and never go back to it. Um well, that's why I think it's like a perfect fit for Game Pass is just the fact that it's there, it's available, and you can download it whenever you want to. It, granted, it is a beefy download of like 104 gigs, but it was fun just they, jumping into it as part of that service. They gotta push, they gotta push this one to cloud, right? You'd imagine. Uh, yeah, when, I would when think that so. service becomes available later in the year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing. But like, what's the major point? of the game. I assumed it was just taking off, flying, and it's landing. It's a very detailed, realistic experience of what you need to do in order to be able to fly a plane. Or at least as realistic as you can get with like either a PC or a console setup. Obviously, I was playing on a controller, so not quite the flight stick and pedals and stuff, but it's not like flying a plane in GTA where you have four basic controls and you have to worry about it. Uh, you're dealing with all the gauging, all the equipment that you would find in an actual plane. You have to monitor that stuff appropriately. The training uh, missions and tutorials go into a really good in-depth explanation on how to read those and understand what it is that you're actually doing. It's it is for a targeted audience, mostly for, you know, aviation enthusiasts and stuff but it, it's still a fun time just to jump into it i would definitely recommend it if you do have game pass and just give it a shot yeah it is it is very uh important to note that this is just for um well now current right the series s and the series x and npc right. of course um yeah but there is crossplay between the two, you know, between console and PC, and that was really fun to be able to do that. That was uh, really cool. That I think that was actually my friend's first experience doing a crossplay experience. Uh, typically, we'll just be playing Xbox together, or he's just on PC by himself because he's the only one that of our that particular friend group I'm in that has a gaming uh, PC. Um, beyond that, they showed off some, uh, basically some day one stuff uh, from Humble Games that's coming to Game Pass. Um, which, was there anything noteworthy there that you guys had noticed that you wanted to mention? Yeah, a lot of indie stuff, which is cool. Midnight Fight Express looked really good. Um, but yeah, I know some of those are out there now. I think the Dodgeball Academia might already be on there i yeah. can't remember um after that that's when they got into uh trebuchets right. um finally yeah uh it, it was very very weird um they showed pretty much the whole thing of like 
this is when a trebuchet was like introduced and this is how it completely works this is why it was effective like they went so far into it rather than just showing like five quick like clips of it just firing something and destroying something else mm-hmm. Uh, very very weird setup to that. Something one. has me kind of uh, messed spent up, a lot though, of time, on and I, I feel like this isn't the first time we've had to see something dumb like this. No, it absolutely is not the first time. Like, oh, I, I feel no, like yeah. it will not be the last time either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, after that, they jumped into um, Wasteland Three, talking about. Uh, in ex- one of the guys from In Exile talking about uh, the cult of the Holy Detonation, um, which is mm. a um, a piece that's coming uh, for Wasteland Three. Um, great game. It's on Game Pass. I-, I really recommend it if you're into you know if you've checked and played um, any of the Wasteland previously, or if you're into that kind of like turn based um, strategy. Uh, it- it's just fun. Um, and that's what these guys look like they're doing. Look like they're just using the tools that they've created and just having a good time with it. Um, so that usually makes for some pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting content. Um, talked with him for a while before they got to uh, what was the next thing they got to? Uh, sea of Thieves. Um, mm. I actually do not remember what they. Really it was uh, Borderlands crossover. Oh, Borderlands. Yeah. Yep. That's what it was, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you can, uh, August uh, 24th through September 7th, um, making mayhem uh, thing is happening in Sea of Thieves. You can come, uh, you can go play that, and you can end up uh, getting a Borderlands-inspired, a bunch of Borderlands-inspired stuff, including the ship. Hmm. Uh, beyond that, they talked a little bit about... Uh, name of the game is escaping me um state of decay mm. too homecoming it looks like they're yeah, they're pushing it back to uh um uh, a familiar area um I, I didn't really jump too much into uh state of decay one uh, i played a little bit of state of decay two at launch but yep. it's not something that i really know too much um i have too much info about I, I played the first one when it originally launched for a bit with a friend, but never really jumped back into the series. I had a good time with it. It was just, it was something that just didn't get its hook in me. So I played it for a few weeks and then I was done with it. Yeah, it's, it's a heavy like friends game. It's fun to play with. It has a really cool permadeath yeah. system that goes on with it too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those games that when it came out, I was super super excited to play it. And then I did play it for like four days, like everything else. Um, totally saw the appeal, and then talked myself back out of it because the stress and anxiety of having some awesome characters just permanently die on me just I couldn't deal with it. Makes sense. Oh, uh, what was beyond that? They talked about a few other games, um, Stray Blade. Uh, looks like that one is. Um, I didn't look too much into it, but uh, talked about yeah that one coming out um, in 2022, and then they got into uh, the big thing for Austin Crusader Kings three, coming day one to Game Pass on consoles, you know. 
console. Yeah, just an insanely weird move. It's already on Game Pass for PC. Um, I would definitely recommend playing it there. I guess if you absolutely don't have a PC that's capable of loading a Microsoft Word document. Like me. Then, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess console yeah. is doable, but I just feel like it's going to be such a harsh gameplay. Um, yeah. I mean, would you want to edit your your Excel spreadsheets at work on your Xbox? Probably not. Although Xbox does not. have keyboard and mouse support. So. It does. Uh, yeah, and I'm not too sure how that works with um, like mobile as well. You might be able to hook a wireless keyboard and mouse to a tablet. Yeah, you can do that kind of stuff. They have specific uh, keyboards and mice that you can buy for your tablets. And are you going on like with thinking about like uh, uh, wow, I can't think of it. The game streaming service that they do, XCloud. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't know. It might not be on XCloud. I didn't really look into that or anything, but could be something. Um, they moved on to Psychonauts two. Talking a little bit about that. That one is currently out now. They talked a bit with Tim Schafer and um, I. Let's see what her name is. Lizette. Um, the, one of the art directors at Double Fine. Um, just a bit about the game. Uh, which is really cool. I always like listening to Tim Schafer talk. Just about anything. Because he's an interesting guy. Yep. Um, but yeah, that one's out now. Uh, definitely go check that out. Um, let's see. What did we have after that? I'm scrubbing here. <laughs> it's such a. This is the time that I was at. Uh, this is the time that I ended up returning to work. Isn't that that one game that's like gunk or something like that, where you're just basically cleaning up the world? Mm. Yeah, it looks it looks really gunk. Um, it looks dirty. Yeah, it looks like um, kind of like Bio Mutant almost in a way. Yeah, the gunk. Yeah, you're right. That looks good. Uh, after that, they announced a controller that actually looks really it looks pretty cool from the front images that they were showing um it's a forza custom controller it has like yellow translucent um it's translucent uh, like yeah. and it's got the like uh color fest dusting that it has going on yeah it really reminds me of like rage 2 mm-hmm. um and it has some other cool stuff that's in there like under the yellow um under the yellow like see-through like translucent covering on one of the plates on the inside there's like a forza logo so that's pretty cool um and the thing that really got me that i didn't like was they're just like hey let's make the entire back just white and i'm like why would you do that yeah that seems really weird to me for Um, me the game where the deal breaker was the rubberized grips i've always found like those two after time will just get worn off and will like peel off the controller if they kept it like the plastic, I would be more inclined to want to get that. Yeah, yeah, I know that was one of the biggest um, complaints people had about like the elite controllers was that rubber just wearing itself away in no time. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened to me. I had the Series One, the first of the elite controllers, and I had to replace the outside grips on both sides for it. God, it's that's such a gorgeous controller, though. Yeah, it looks really good. It is a good-looking controller. When they showed it, I was like, oh, man, am I going to be... 
Am I going to be like a, an Xbox controller collector guy now? I thought about it for a second, and then they showed the backside, and I was like... Well, I'll tell you what, like, I keep going to their design labs and trying to come up with something that would be personalized for me, because I loved going through there and just seeing what kind of com- combinations I could come up with. Yeah, I, I find myself over on their site every once in a while, doing the same thing. Um, but they did get into a discussion, talking a little bit about... Uh, um, a little bit more about, like, the upcoming Forza... And I think, yeah, that's... Is that how they ended the show? Just showing off some more gameplay? Um, yeah. I, the, the introduction to that gameplay was really cool, showing um, uh, a new um, Ford Bronco, you know, falling out of the back of a cargo plane mm-hmm. uh, and popping a parachute. And then uh, you follow the vehicle as it's, you know, coming down. Um, and it, you know, perfectly navigates, lands on the road, and that's where the gameplay picks up of the car driving. It just kind of, like, drops it. Um, so I imagine that's, for certain things, just how they're going to drop you into the game. Um, I, I imagine, like, you know, if you're doing, like, a like a fast travel, I want to go from this side of the map to that side of the map or something could be a way that they do that but i'll tell you um, i yet to really play any of the forza or forza horizon games but i'm getting really sold on this one and i kind of want to give forza horizon four shots that way i kind of know what i'm getting into here but this is just the visuals are stunning and this looks like it'd be a lot of fun just to just drive around it is playing into my exploration uh stuff that i enjoy that's yeah, it really is. I do recommend you know giving it a shot um, because the game is fun, and the last few have been come right out of yeah, game. I've always been uh, more of a Horizon fan than the motorsports games, so I'll definitely install it and give it a shot. Um, the last couple have had really good soundtracks too, so that's another win mm-hmm. for me. Certainly. All right, yeah. Um, so. That's pretty much how they wrapped up their uh, their stream. Just kind of went out, uh, you know, showing off that gameplay. Just a variety of different types of vehicles. Um, a lot of it felt like kind of plugs for the car companies. Um, but, you know, I, I guess that's an easy thing to, like, connect with. You know, hey, we're making a game and it's hyper-realistic and we can put your car in it. You want to do that? Uh, I love driving my fucking Hyundai Sonata top speeds. My 2014 Dodge Dart. <laughs> what if? Yeah. At 42 miles an hour. My N7 logo <laughs> license plate. It starts like one of the wheels just always pulls to the left for no reason. It's unfixable. <laughs> if I oh, if I take to... it if I take it on the highway, the dash starts to rattle. Yep. Like I you might need to... to look into your tires if it's doing that. <laughs> um, but. They ne- the next day they followed up with opening night live um, a lot of um, a-, a lot of big stuff there just kicking off with the Saints Row announcement well actually first they had this very um, deadpan guy just talking a little bit about uh, trebuchets uh, I wish um, no he was just talking about different games uh, I think it was like King of Fighters sixty eight or something okay um, it's King of Fighters fifteen. Um, that was the big announcement there. They talked about a few other things, like uh, Dark Pictures anthologies, um, talked with Jeff Keighley, and then 
Um, what was that one? Uh, and then they got into it. I think they got into uh, Saints Row, which was a, a very, very um, surprising look when I first saw the characters. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what if you guys had anything like a predetermined like this is what this game is going to look I like. I don't um, have any history with the Saints Row franchise, so it, it felt. I don't know why. I did not expect the characters and the world to look the way it did. Um, I can see shades of Saints Row in there, but it looks a lot more well done. And the thing we were looking at was, of course, a like a cutscene. So mm. you know, that's one thing to definitely note. It felt um, like they were trying to go for the middle ground of what they've been doing. They were the first two, from what I've come to understand. They were trying to go more as a GTA clone, trying to outdo GTA. And then 3 and 4, they decided to go over the top. And it seems here, with this reboot, they're trying to go for the middle ground to both appease their original vision of it, and then the what it became later on. Maybe, hopefully, to maintain that audience support that they've had throughout the years. Yeah. Um, I, I really appreciate that. Like, the thing that really took me out of it was just how over the top it got. Like, it it was the joke when we worked in retail. Oh, haha, ha, you know, this game is, you know, the GTA's weird uncle at the barbecue. Yeah. That's, you know, showing the inappropriate pictures on their phone. Um, it, it, I always... You know, when I think of Saints Row now, that's what I think of it. I, I kind of forget that when we were first introduced to Saints Row, it wasn't... It was still funny and, and silly. It had a sense of humor. Um, but GTA also has a, a very specific sense of humor. And it, it was like the B-roll GTA, kind of. Um, right. and, and they had a good like like niche there for a while where it's like, hey, let's put this out. Think about when the last Saints Row came out. Wasn't that right before GTA Five? Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. That it wasn't even last gen, but the generation before that, the 360, uh, PS, and then PS3. And yeah, and then they keep remastering yeah. uh, the three and four iterations. So I feel like they were really heavily invested in let's release our games before Grand Theft Auto. So we can capitalize on the people that are wanting to play Grand Theft Auto before they play Grand right. Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah technically, Get I think they're breaking out the of the latest, latest release, and that was just a glorified DLC. Yeah, and it like, and I played that, and I was like, "This feels bad." <laughs> I, I and that you know, I, I just they they had to have seen that as well. Like, hey, this doesn't like. What are we doing here? Like, they have to see the writing on the wall. Well, that's probably what inspired them to go... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I absolutely loved 4. 4 was, like, my favorite, but I also hate GTA, so... (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, But this looks like a different thing. Um, And and I think that's... I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, they definitely, over the course of these games lifespan they went from a gta clone to like something completely different so like you know having the chance to completely start from like a rebooted scratch i think is a good idea to be like yeah okay these have their own identity we're gonna do something 
maybe they're going to mix up the identity a little bit again, but you can, I mean, you can see from the trailer, they're, they're going for something new. I think it's a smart idea. Uh, could be a good time to capture people as, you know, most of these big companies that people were competing against with GTA and, you know, the old days when you were competing against Skyrim and stuff like that. These companies just keep re-releasing the same game over and over again, so there's no competition anymore. Right. Yeah. So you have yeah. a chance to do your own thing in a bigger way. Well, I, I was talking with my friends about this uh, after this got announced that we were all really kind of impressed about it, and as I've talked about in the past, our big hangout game that we play a lot is GTA Online, but we also do have our grievances with it. Like the controls feel very, very dated. And the other thing that we really kind of liked about it is this is a lot more stylized than what GTA is. Granted, you do have over-top ridiculous stuff that is in GTA, but it's more satirical than it is an actual style to it. And a lot of times with GTA, they're still relatively trying to go for more of a realistic aesthetic, and then that's why the -the over-the-top stuff stands out even more. Whereas here, everything's stylized. But I do like that prospect mm. because then you can maybe make your own character a little bit more. That being said, I was listening to some other podcasts where people were sitting in with the uh, the presser events for it the, that weren't te- um, televised or shown. And they were asking about things about multiplayer. And they said that all the campaign missions are designed with co-op uh, intended for it. But it was also asked do they have anything similar set up right for GTA Online? And they said they don't have anything to say about that time, which was kind of an inference that as far as a GTA Online competitor, it might not be there, or at least it it probably won't be at launch. To If you're looking for something like GTA Online, but more modernized and maybe with a little bit more style... It, this probably won't be it at least when it comes out in February I believe is when they said yeah yep um, I, yeah I think it'd be smart on them to release this and then you know down down the road you know announce hey we're going to be doing this whole separate thing um, you know like uh, a separate online thing don't tie it to the game just have it influenced by the right. game that's the way that's you know i think we've talked about that several times that that's the way these companies should be um they're doing, probably trying to you know make, make yeah it they're probably going to try to gauge the success of this with single player and co-op being uh the focus in their development and if this mm-hmm. takes off then they'll probably set up the infrastructure to do a gta online set up for this which i would be 100 percent down for because this more stylized approach i really enjoy more because it gives developers a little bit more artistic freedom with what they want to do and and you'll know almost right away after playing this if the character creator looks pretty yeah. heavy if it looks like there's a lot of options and things like that okay cool they have an idea like that they could use this for something other than you know, just a single player, like. Now, something thing. to keep in mind is they did say that like they have specific voice actors set up for the characters, and I'm not sure if the the characters that we're seeing in this preview are your de facto characters that are going to be whether or not there even is a character creator for what's being released That's in February. Well. That might be something that we're assuming here. 
I do remember her saying, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, that this will be the character that you're playing as. Right. Um, and I think... Huh. Yeah. I think you might be right on that. But, yeah. I, I don't know. It was It was a cool showing. It was a... You know, we knew it was coming, but it was a surprise. I expected something a lot more ridiculous. Um, it was still pretty ridiculous, um, but yeah, you know, not. I like what we're. I, I like it more than what I was kind of worried about. I was almost afraid that we were just going to get a straight like remaster of the original, um, uh-huh. or like a remake of the original. I like this idea of it doing a reboot instead. Just give us a different jumping off point. Well, it gives me a good starting point since, like I previously said, that I don't have a history with this franchise. I haven't played any of the games, and I'd be 100% down starting here rather than trying to play something that's more dated. Yeah, and with this being like a new city, a new set of of characters and everything, it's not even 100% knocking out the idea that we'll see references to the other ones. Um, they did mention or, that there will be references. It's just that it's not a continuation of any of those games. Yeah, like it's its own thing. But right. we we could end up eventually seeing it as like even like a special event, or potentially even like DLC or, or uh, extra content, where we might get a visit from a character from one of the other ones or something, or at least some kind of bigger thing like that, which would be kind of cool. Um, without really needing it just to kind of remind you like oh yeah oh yeah that was a thing yeah and at the very end they did show off um just a little bit of gameplay Mm -hmm. you know some pre-alpha footage uh of what to expect it looked pretty crazy i don't know why it really reminds me of um like watchdogs Mm mm-hmm it has it just has that it has that watchdogs feel. Yep, I definitely um, get that. that. That's not a bad thing. Um yep. because I, I really like watchdogs. Um it's sad because I, uh, I feel like we yeah, all really like watchdogs, but it's it's still one of those series that like pops up and then just disappears again forever. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Um for sure. yeah, uh, de- definitely. I don't know. I played 2 a lot more than I've played any of the other ones, but I think the last Watch Dogs really left like a like a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths yeah. because it wasn't didn't feel completely finished. I guess. I mean, th- there were things that were happening while I was playing the game that I'm like, why is this? You know, like why isn't this working proper? Um, but different discussion on that. Uh, moving forward, um, after Saints Row, um, they started showing off like Captain America and Iron Man. Um, and, and they rolled a, uh, like, like a little Marvel opener. Um, and it, it cuts to uh, like a coffin. And you see some symbols, some Doctor Strange symbols. You see um, Captain Marvel. And they're trying to do something. And, and they, they, Doctor Strange can't make it happen. And you see a familiar, or not, actually not familiar, but familiar powers uh, kind of walk in and you see uh, that that's Ghost Rider um, Blade standing in the background they're trying to open this um, Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider or coffin um, oh is, is that a special Ghost Rider that I have there's multiple Ghost Riders um, Robbie Reyes he doesn't do a motorcycle he has like a Ford Mustang that he is like his ride and stuff but he is an established comic book character uh. 
He was actually okay. Yeah, I never really followed Ghost. They Rangers. actually did that on the Agents of Shield show that they did for a while. Ah. Um, well, they they started showing off some other pretty crazy stuff that you know, like um, that had like a Cthulhu Cthulhu looking drawing, and you see some. I mean, I think one of the coolest things that I saw in there. Um, of course, you saw Wolverine and and a, a few others, but uh, Colossus's sister Magic, um, kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, like the best comparison uh, that I was have really to cool. this team setup is if you're more of a DC person, like the Justice League Dark, like you had all the more like magic focused users and things like that. So, oh, it looks really neat. Yeah, I when when I saw it originally, I, the first thing I thought of was like X Force. Um, but yeah, Marvel Midnight Suns um, looks pretty interesting. Very uh, interesting, yeah. And and we were like, okay, we got some idea here. Blade, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, um, this new character that they've made. Um, and at, at the end of it. Uh, th- there was a, a quick little thing that said sign up you can get like uh, sign up on our website you can get a, an extra skin for Blade I think for signing up for the newsletter or something like that um, and after the show when they started talking about this game just a little bit um, it's a Firaxis game um, and that really got people like wait a minute it's a tactical RPG um, which was I, I after you know or just watching this trailer like tactical RPG is literally the last thing I thought of well I, especially when you think of Marvel I remember that there yeah. were rumors that they were going to be doing a Marvel XCOM style game and mm-hmm. when I saw this pop and I was like and saw the 2K logo it's like that's what this has to be there he is yeah so, um, very, very cool. Uh, it's They're doing a gameplay reveal from where, when we're recording. It'll be uh, in three days. So, um, it should be right around Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, it should be um, the 1st, September 1st. Um, they're going to be doing a, a gameplay reveal. Yeah, you can sign up for their newsletter and receive the... Um, Blade Night Stalker skin, um, red shirt, leathers, flat top. Perfect for um, going after those people go, trying to ice skate uphill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one was really cool. We don't have too too much on that. Um, uh, in the you know, coming days, we're, we'll have a lot more. We'll have an understanding of what gameplay and combat looks like. Um, pretty exciting. Um, especially, and I don't want to say it was a letdown. I know a few other people in here would say the last Marvel uh, game was a letdown, <laughs> but it, it was it was fine. Um, it just didn't. It was. Th- th- this has this has some real potential. It was the, oh, that's Square, right. I forgot I have that game. Yeah, Square Enix's <laughs> yeah. uh, Marvel game. It was. It had a really good story, I felt. It's just the endgame material was completely lacking, and so there was no hooks to keep you going, no motivation to keep you progressing whichever characters that you wanted to work with until 
it, it was what about six months afterwards before they actually started having anything of actual sustenance to motivate you to try to level up your characters yeah so what was it was it covid that that ultimately destroyed it was them? covid and then because they had to they, i felt like they were always playing catch it was covid and then it was also the fact that war for wakanda was supposed to launch a lot earlier than what it was intended to do but with the passing of chadwick boseman they had to rearrange their schedule so that, that way they didn't uh over look like they're they were playing into his passing like capitalizing exactly yeah so there was a lot of things that they've had to rework for their post-launch sequencing makes sense um after that they talked a bit more about uh call of duty vanguard um which literally up until the week of this show i don't know why i just straight up ignored it uh I thought Vanguard was just going to be a war zone, um, like a change to like the war zone map or something. Mm. No, it is a whole game. And the rumor yeah. for this was so cool. surprise. I the rumor that was floating around for it was that this was going to be an alternate history World War Two Call of Duty, where it was if uh, the Axis had won, but that's not what they ended up being. This is about. Uh, assuming roles in special forces characters from World War II era, and you're in all four different theaters of that war. So you, kind of like how Battlefield gave us that for a couple games. Right. Which was the best part of those Battlefield games. Yeah. Call of Duty Vanguard, November 5th. <laughs> hmm. Um... They showed off a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Man, even on there, they they're like off. not showing any Activision naming at all, unless it's in very, very, no. very small print, like we talked about last week. Yeah, exactly that. They're just like trying to make sure that their name isn't associated with the actual they're just, game. They're hoping people forget. Yeah, yeah, they're really just hoping, hoping that people forget. They're using that that um, that very uh, thick yet kind of fine uh golden font it's a good font um after that the thing that was kind of speculated uh halo infinite which didn't make much sense <laughs> as they had their own show uh, xbox but they put the halo infinite announcement um on uh opening night live i, I think um, last week i kind of called this but i was only half right i said that Gamescom, Xbox Gamescom was not going to do anything with Halo Infinite that they would make, but where I was wrong was that they would right. want to make that their own event turns out, Jeff Keighley wanted to be in the limelight for it instead yeah um, this like, cinematic that they showed it actually stopped me, like I was I was working, it stopped me while I was watching it, and I was like Brian, what am I looking at here? <laughs> Well, there's been a <laughs> lot of debate in exciting. trying to figure out like where that cinematic falls in the timeline, whether it deals with the invasion of Earth during Halo 2, or whether this is a different invasion by the Banished. And a lot of the confusion is just because of the style of the armor that the Brutes are wearing, the uh, different types of aircraft that are in there weren't developed until later on in the Halo timeline. Yeah, I know, I'm going into a lot of Halo canon stuff here, hmm. but bear with me. <laughs> So I think I believe that later on, 
we'll probably get a little bit more clarification into who this character is and where the timeline of the events of all of this fall into. But it was mostly to try to get you hyped up for the multiplayer and really trying to convey the expression that your Spartan in multiplayer is your Spartan to own. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I was, I was excited. Like it took me out of it. Cause I was like, they said halo. And then we see this, you know, th- this girl just running away and you're just like, hold on. This feels, it, it gives it a completely different feel. Up it's until, very. Um, it plays up until the drop. It plays land. a lot into ODST and the feel that they were trying to go for that, where you're mm-hmm. more of just a regular human being, and you're in the middle of an occupied metropolitan area, and you have brute squads trying to hunt you down and everything. And no, I really like. That. It was setting up for the precursor for, and forgive me, I can't remember her name. But essentially, the commander of this uh, this Spartan unit here that's about to train this new wave of Spartans. Yeah, um, and I believe right. that there was what they were also talking about is that along with trying to make sure that they, you know, conveying that your Spartan is your own. I believe that they're also insinuating that the multiplayer will have tie-ins to the campaign later on as Halo Infinite's uh, post-launch sequencing goes on. Okay. Um, So yeah, that was a big thing, just kind of focused on that multiplayer. Um, After they uh, showed that off a bit more, uh, was the next thing that they talked about? They showed off the um, Elite 2 yep. controller, right? Very, very pretty controller. Um, very, very expensive controller. Good-looking, good expensive yeah. controller. Um, yeah, Quality-wise, though, like aside from the grips on the back being probably your a, a complaint that you had, um, do, is it worth the purchase? You said you had the... I had the right? original Elite series, and I would say that... The elite controllers that Xbox gives out are one of the best controllers out in the market. Is I, and that is basically the most well-regarded statement as far as uh, platform controllers go. Is that the Elite Series Two is the best controller that you can get? Um, I, I have and a to lot, add okay. as long as it keeps working. Yeah. Um, I have two. I know at least two people that have gone through at least seven. Damn. And how does that work? Do they They're constantly going just buy right a new back one? through Microsoft for replacements or refer or repairs because they are just are something about them isn't. And that has to up. cost as well, right? And that has to cost as well. Um, no, right? if, if it's, it's repairs and yeah. I believe they'll be checking into the warranty stuff. Okay. Uh, Is I that with the good. series two that your friends are dealing with? Yeah. Or the series one? Okay. Yeah, that's the series two. Alright. I'm having really good luck with mine so far, but I bought mine as a refurb from GameStop because okay. I got a good deal on it. Um, I love it. I love mm. the fact that it has the internal rechargeable battery. Um, it still feels really good. Um, it's just I, Every time I remember that I have really good luck with controllers, I have a few friends that remind me that they um, definitely don't. Um, but to hear that someone went through like seven of these things and they're still waiting for Microsoft to send them their eighth is oh kind of disheartening. Jesus. Yeah, boy. I could, see. 
you spent more time waiting than 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 you've actually spent actually using right. the, using the device. Um, so that's crazy. Uh, after that, the he just kept saying one more thing. <laughs> was the thing he kept doing. Even though we were halfway um, through the actual event itself. Yeah, so it, it was multiplayer, one more thing, Elite 2 controller, one more thing, um, the expected after seeing the controller, uh, a special edition um, Xbox. To series. which I exclaimed in our group chat, how the fuck are we supposed to get this when we can't even get a Series X? Maybe that'll make <laughs> the regular Series X easier to get. I assume Maybe. that this will be easier to get. Like a lot of people, you know, when when the systems were coming out, they're like, "Oh, how am I supposed to pre-order this?" I was like, "Or how am I supposed to get the system?" Oh, I pre-ordered it months ago. Right. That's how you're supposed to get the system. I feel like this will be a similar thing. It will. Like, I think if you, get I think the, most if you got the pre-order, out, though, I think they're good. already gone. Yeah, the pre-orders are already I gone, they are and well. they're already scalpers are already trying to upsell the pre-ordered accounts mm-hmm. by twice the amount of the console. Jesus. Yeah. Same thing for the elite for sure. controllers too. Yep. Same deal with the Surprising. elite controllers. Surprising. I, I would have expected them to jack up the cost of this and and release that elite two controller with the console. Well, I think this is just. Uh, oh, well, I mean, the Elite 2 controller is $200, whereas uh, the normal Elite 2, isn't it 175 180 or something? So it's still... Um, damn. Yeah. I can't even remember. Brutal. I'm fairly certain that the Special Edition Elite 2 is 200 and then the spe- and then the regular Elite 2 is like 180 or something. Yeah, 180 Yeah, so already it's more expensive than that. But if you got scalpers running bots that are just automatically able to order this faster than you know a normal human being trying to find a credit card and these things only being available through online orders and not in the actual stores themselves it's mm-hmm. it's a rough game to try to get um, these things for sure and I also pointed out uh, that uh, how great to call it a limited edition or a limited release console when the regular consoles are already limited release <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, after that, they showed off uh, what was that game called? Cult of the mm-hmm. Lamb, um, a Devolver Digital game. That looks cool. Um, that looks cool. Yeah, it gives me like a like Binding of Isaac. Uh, Animal Crossing vibes. meets Binding of Isaac. I'm I'm all about raising a cute little village and sacrificing people to the Elder Gods. Hell yeah. Um, after that, they showed off a little bit more of that um, game that I mentioned a bit ago, that Humble. Uh, oh, no. That, is this that one? Um, yes. Uh, Midnight Fight Express. Um, it looks a lot like that Sony game, um, Sifu. Mm-hmm. Um, so they showed off a bit more of that, and then uh, the thing we were all here for. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Oh, my God. Um... It looks great. I mean, you you can't really... Like, there isn't really anything... They didn't need to show this. <laughs> if they did, but they it, wanted know, to. If, but they wanted to. They wanted to show all these foot soldiers and, you know, set it all up. And it, it looks cool. Um, the, you know, game being done by uh, the guys that did uh, Street uh, Streets of Rage 4. Um, you know the combat's going to be solid. And with this one, they showed off a few new things... 
Um, April O'Neil is a playable character, um, having some pretty interesting, uh, like, swing moves. She can, like, grab enemies and swing them around. Um, <laughs> she attacks with a microphone and at certain points does a mic drop, which is funny. Love that. Um, and one of the things that they showed at the very end um, is you can actually uh, pick up uh, downed teammates, um, which is not something that we've been able to do in previous games. So kind of a cool thing. This really, man, I, did these, these guys didn't do the Scott Pilgrim game, did they? Because this is giving off like really crazy yep. Scott Pilgrim vibes. Was that yep they did or no? I don't know. I'm getting the same vibes. Yeah, yeah, um, but looks cool. Um, I, I'm I'm really glad they're just you know continuing to do stuff. Um, after that, they showed off. They did some awards. They showed off um, Super Monkey Ball. They got into Splitgate, um, done by uh, I think it's like two guys in their dorm room at Stanford. Um, they ended up uh, basically just blowing up. This is like the a flavor of the week game um, right now. Uh, they decided that they're going to be in beta, in beta until further notice, and they're going to launch a um, uh, like a battle pass, like a, a seasonable thing, um, season zero as they're in beta. Um, and they kind of cleaned it up. They launched it same day as the announcement. Um, it is. It, it, it's a pretty I fun I really game. enjoy it. Um, and I think we, you and I have been having have a fun a time fun. with it. Yeah, the portals are so fun. Um, it, it is really the, like, it, it's the best of both worlds, of two worlds that you didn't know you wanted together. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it, I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I, some of my favorite things, like, people not even knowing that they're standing on a platform that you can shoot a portal on and shooting a portal underneath them to drop them through the wall like exactly. next to you uh, when they're pretty far away. It's You can get so creative with it. And you can shoot through the portal um, and use enemy and teammate portals that are set up. You don't know where you're going. Um, yeah, there's an air of excitement. There's also some modes that just, for me, I don't think... Like oddball? I, I don't think like they're contaminated. <laughs> Oddball, yeah. <laughs> oddball works, but I, but I it, it works in one sense, and then it works if you're good sense. at it. Contamination's really bad. I don't know if um, I played that one. Yet. I, I played that mode. Yeah, it, basically, a team starts as zombies, and the other team is not zombies, and you have to make them okay. zombies. Um, so, like so it, infection in Halo, even, even if you. Yeah, even if you're on the winning side, you're not, like, the winner. So, it, it, it's, I don't know, it, it's really frustrating. Like, they'll be like, oh, your team won. You got fifth place. And I'm like, there's only eight people. If my team won, I would have at least Yeah, but that sounds a lot like how Infection and in Halo <laughs> is, where it's the same exact style. You have one team of zombies, the other team of humans, and eventually you will down to last man standing... And then depending on how well that last man is doing, it, it's more uh, a free-for-all ranking on how well you did as far as what team you're on, how many kills you were able to get, not necessarily whether your team won or not. Right. 
Right. So, I don't know. That, that that mode wasn't for me. But some of the other things are, you know, some of the standard modes, just adding portals to them is is really fun. I think more um, games need portals. 100%. I agree. Yeah. No, that's my uh, portals. want every game... A game that could use every portals. Every the next year right here. portals. Writer's Republic. It could use portals. Oh, that'd be dope. It'd be... It'd be cool. Um, but that was the next thing they showed off. Um, you know, we had already seen a healthy amount about Writer's Republic. It's, you know, a goofy... It's Ubisoft's... Um, it, it's Steep 2.0, mm-hmm. uh, but with other stuff. Uh, you know, the wingsuit stuff was fun, so they added a jetpack to the wingsuit. Um, they took off hang gliding because that was boring, and they added uh, BMX. Um, so, and they kept snowboarding. Snowboarding and skiing the best parts of Steep, I think. Um, so that's what Riders Republic is. Um, like a very corny story. You can go download the uh, open beta now. It's literally everywhere. Um, it, it's it's fun. Um, I'd like to hear some other people's opinion on what they thought of it when they were playing it. I, I have my own uh, bits that I talked about. But, you know, it's out there if, if you're interested. Um... Let's see, what did they talk about next? I know they did some awards um, and talked about... uh, They, like, rapidly hit a bunch of games really fast, Mm -hmm. um, showing off games that were, you know, now available. Psychonauts 2, um, 12 Minutes, Hades, um, all on Game Pass. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, Back for Blood. I mean... um, Austin, you played a bit of that, and you had a—I think you had a more positive experience than. Um, and Brian, I'm not saying he had a, like a negative experience. You were just a little. More, I was whelmed, uh, like hyped up on it. I wasn't overwhelmed. Yeah. I wasn't underwhelmed. I was just whelmed. I was very whelmed. Um, so that's that's cool. Um, I, I'd like to get all of us, or you know, majority of us, um, in playing it, you know, depending on schedule, mm-hmm. just to see what a full group of people feels like. Um, after that, a game that we've been waiting probably about a year and a half to hear more on, uh, Star Wars The Skywalker Jesus Saga. Jesus Christ, Star Wars, um, just get done already. It's supposed to be a massive game, but uh, it was supposed to come out as well in uh, like spring 2020. Um, it was supposed so to be October 2020, finally, and then it mm-hmm. just kept getting pushed. And not so yeah, much even pushed, over and over people again. stopped talking about it. Uh, but now it's spring 2022. Um, after that, they showed a game called uh, Synced. I didn't really know what to think of it. It kind of looks like a lot of other games. Synced. Yeah. Not like a kitchen sink. Like, like oh. you're syncing... Uh, yeah. To a computer. To a computer, uh, I guess. I don't know. Syncing my iTunes profile. Yeah. Huh. That too. Uh, they showed off the Outlast Trials, which looks cool. You know, we've seen that. Um, multiplayer is going to completely destroy the horror aspect of that game. Um, so that's fun, but that's not really the, the point. I think this is going to turn into more of a, um, like, thriller rather than, holy shit, where'd that guy come from? Scary kind of game. Um, after that, a game that I was actually uh, pretty excited, um, something I didn't know that I wanted uh, it's Dokeev. 
I think is the way. There's either Doki or Doki Five or Doki V. Yeah, it, it's definitely it is one of those. Um, I <laughs> I'm very it is sure. definitely a game. Um, but what I really liked right in the beginning, they're like all of this is actual gameplay. Um, gotta appreciate that. It shows uh, a pretty well crafted, realistic environments. Uh, but your characters are uh, like. Chibi. Little kids. I would say, like, chibi, like, they look like they're, like, six years old. Like, five and six years old. Yeah. Um, running around on, the like, a playground and, you know, just kind of playing. Mm-hmm. And then it shows them in the environment. Um, riding a bike down the street. Or skateboarding. Or, um, at one point, they jump on the skateboard and pop out this umbrella. And then they're, like, air jumping across this, like, pretty realistic environment. Um, it's really interesting. And there, the description of the game has really been um, like Monster Hunter meets Pokemon. Hmm. And I was like, th- this for me was almost a surprise of the show because I always look for those things that I like don't know that I want. And this was definitely one of those things. Um, I still don't know if I want it. Yeah, um, it's so chaotic. It's cool. Yeah. It, it's it's all it's straight up all chaos. Um, you know, you have it looks like you're trying it was, to. It was like um, they made the song and then they made a video game for the <laughs> music video for the song. And then and then they found out that the song was too long. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Damn, how do we do this?" But they're just doing a ton of stuff like longboarding and like doing like the like intricate footwork that you see some longboarders do. Um, Skateboarding, rollerblading, power sliding. Um, it just there's a lot of interesting traversal there. That's not like your typical open world parkour fluid movement. Um, I still do not know what to think of this game. It's like a little kid's imagination running wild. Yeah. Um, but very cool. Uh, I would say definitely go check that uh, that trailer out if, if you guys haven't seen it because it's actually pretty long. Oh, and jet skis. I forgot they even had, like, jet skis and, like, small cars. It has everything. It's very interesting. Yeah. Jet skis. Finally. Uh, after that, they dove more into um, the Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. Jurassic World Evolution 2. Or, or Jurassic Evolution World 2? Evolutions 2. Yeah. yeah, Jurassic World. Which is still clearly Evolutions. a bad idea. <laughs> We don't need to have dinosaur zoos. Speak for yourself. Right. <laughs> no, he's right. Hear him out. <laughs> hey, financially, it's a quote thing. John Hammond. Next time, it will be better. Yeah. All the money getting dumped into it, a dinosaur zoo could help promote world peace and end hunger. So much better. I mean, it could end hunger if you just unleash the T-Rexes to eat all the hungry See, there people. you go. Yeah. That's glass half full yeah. thinking right there. Uh, it's yeah. it, it's going to solve a problem one way or another. <laughs> I never said it wasn't going to create more problems, right. but it will solve some Start problems. people's Stegosaurus meat. Mmm. That's probably good. I wonder, I'd try it. Oh, I'm grass-fed Stegosaurus. Mm. 
steak There's no factory farm shit here, I can tell you that. Farm to table. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, beyond that, uh, let's see. Oh, they talked a bit more about um, Far Cry 47. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. As we've said multiple other times, we don't need to see more Far Cry 6 stuff. We already know if we want it or not. I'm, st- I'm still on the fence, but yeah, I know what you mean. We've seen enough. It's like the more they show of games like that, the, the less I want them because they're just giving me more of the main story. And I'm like, I don't... Now I I know when this is going to happen now, or I, I feel like I know how this is going to turn out now. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I don't need to see any more of it. Um, this next one I've played a bit of. It's pretty It's pretty fun. Um it is uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, mm. um, which is kind of like their battle royale thing. Okay. Um, it's not bad. Uh, I, I, I like the... Um, I, I really like the powers, because mm. it, you know that's what makes it feel like... It makes it feel different. Um, you know, you can... And as you're picking up... Like, let's say you have one power, and you find the same power in the map. Um it kind of bumps that up in level. Makes oh, it kind of like Spellbreak. Um, that's cool. Yeah, kind of like Spellbreak. And what was the other one that was like that? Um, um, man, I miss Spellbreak. Spellbreak was fun. It's still out there. Um, but Blood Hunt is... It, it's its not bad. It's um, fun to just kind of... You can just pop into it. You don't have to have people to like play that with. Um, because, you know... the. You just don't need that um, alliance. I, I felt like I was doing well even just solo. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see, what is he talking about here the now? The dumb game that I uh, want, Park Beyond. Park Beyond. Um, everyone was saying that um, Bandai Namco was... Or Namco, Bandai, whichever way that is. Namcam Bandai. Um, <laughs> yep, that's the one. Uh, they... That they pretty much won the show. They're like they're the they're the champions. They they had a lot of good stuff at the show. Um, is this just like a roller coaster tycoon? Yes, but no. Okay, I'm listening. It's a it's <laughs> a weird theme park style, like creating. It's a, it's a thing. You, you make your own theme park, but it's not a traditional theme park because it's not traditional rides. It's. Oh, you could just end the track it's right there and have them fly trippy, off into the sunset? Definitely never would get approved in any normal world. Mm. That sounds yeah. fun. Very dangerous. Yeah, no, it, I, I like the art style. It looks, it looks good. Um, you know, just everything that I had seen here in this in, in this um, quick trailer looks. It, it looks fun. Um, kind of reminds me of like. Uh, like two point hospital. <laughs> Impossibilification. Oh cool. Hmm. So you Okay, yeah, no, it's it's selling me now, now that I'm seeing like seeing a bit more of this uh this trailer. Yeah, it's like what's the most <coughs> dangerous how how dangerous can we make a Ferris wheel? How dangerous God, I would love to be fired out of a cannon coaster that's not at Cedar Point. This is very good. That's that's bound to get uh, get some traction for the show. We could just fire you out of a cannon. Hey, man, we can't lose viewers from it, I can tell you that. We can't. Um, but that one looks like uh, just showing up in 2022. Um, Jet the Far Shore, they showed off more of that. I think we've seen that a few times. Um, 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've seen yeah, this we one did. a couple times. They showed this one a um, while back. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we had after that. Oh. Um, Amazon's uh, MMO New World. Um, I'm going to probably check that out a little bit later today. Um, I don't think they really said anything nah, I don't think they said crazy anything about, about that. it except for, you know, it's still yeah. on the way. Yep. Um, Marvel Future Revolution. I got a chance to check that out. Um, man, that game looks really, really pretty. Uh uh, for for a mobile okay, game. Okay, I was going to say, is that the mobile um, game? A friend of mine started playing yeah. that already and absolutely loves it. Yeah, it's great. Like, I, I picked Storm to start off with, um, and they immediately gave me her 90s outfit, and I was like, fuck, yes. Um, so that was cool. Brian, did you get a chance to play it? I know you Yeah, I played the intro sequence for it and got all the way up to where you were in the main hub area. I picked uh, Captain Marvel to go with it because... I really like the prospect of like flying around and just punching the shit out of stuff. It was really cool. I didn't sure. get too much more uh, beyond where I ended at, where you were going around just learning about the different things at the uh, the main hub area. Okay. Yeah, there, there's a lot more to do. There's like a little autopilot mode. So you like if you're doing other stuff, if you're like trying to like focus and watch I think, the show, but you also want to play. That I think I may have accidentally did that cool. when the intro sequence. I was just kind of messing around with the different buttons, and I may have hit that particular button. My characters started going off doing their own thing. <laughs> yeah, for like two minutes, I was like, "What the hell is happening? Why is my character auto, like auto automatically just going from place to place?" Um. So, uh, you know that that was um. That was a pretty interesting one. After that, they had a musical performance uh, that was actually pretty long. And throughout the whole thing, they were doing, like, awards um, that, that they were giving out. Uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to those awards. Um, but uh, I do know they showed off a um, Jumanji game. Uh yeah, boy. I'm not sure what was up with that. Steam and uh, uh, Steam and Switch only, I think. Um, it felt like an AR game, which was weird. Have we not um, learned our lesson with playing Jumanji games? Don't do it, folks. No, we haven't. Something bad's gonna happen to you. One day you might be the rock. We haven't. Yeah. Or Kevin Hart. Oh, or Jack Black. Mm. See? Okay, hold There's on. There's some... There's some positive in that negative. Um, after that, they showed off Lost Judgment. Um, they, uh, they they have apparently a full trailer that you can watch for that. I, I never went and checked that out. Um, after that, they showed off this very, very weird thing um, called, I think it's Core. Uh, and it's done by Dead Mouse. It's basically just a place for all of his fans to hang out, I guess? I, I, don't like that. I don't like that. I don't want to see that car ever again. <laughs> no. What car? Don't. The car with the legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? Um, it does seem like a just kind of like a, a virtual do-whatever-you-want kind of experience. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's something that you make games with. Kind of like almost like a Roblox t type of deal. Or Dreams. Right. You... 
you you can make games with it, or you can just search and play other games that people have already right. created. Right, a lot like what Dreams um, you can do on PlayStation. This is Dreams. Like what Dreams does. Yeah. Um, is this free? I, no, I, I did not look into this literally at all. Is this like a browser thing you download? And, I don't know. Um, but they were showing off a lot of different it, things, you know, from um, action, fighting, racing, um, and adventure. Uh, even first person. Looking on Epic Game Store, it is free to play. Okay. So he's basically just making a big hub for other users. To create a Dead Mouse created things multiverse, which he decided that he wanted to change the pronunciation for his name during that. He did. Well, what it did is he now say? Dead Mouse 5. Dead yeah. Mouse 5. Not a fan. Okay. That's funny because that's how I always pronounced it. Dead mouth. Dead meow. What, what dead mouth? Dead oh. meow. Dead meowth. That's right. No! Oh man. Team Rocket just weeping away. Um, they did show off uh, some more Fall Guys stuff. Um, was that Jungle Book? Yeah. No, it's a Jungle Cruise. What are we doing? Crossover for well, I mean it is Jungle Book, but they're. Kingdom. They were doing it more as like a Jungle Cruise crossover with uh, Disney. Jungle Book Cruise. How is there not like a Jungle Cruise like cruise that you can buy from Disney for seventeen million dollars? You can buy a cruise and it's seventeen million dollars. Okay. <laughs> you could probably buy a cruise ship for a low, low price now that their entire industry's been annihilated. You can you can literally dress up like anything you want when you go on that cruise. That's true. Um, after that, they showed off some Age of Empires. Uh, did they actually show gameplay? Hold on. You, you already know what the gameplay is. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they did. They, they showed a little bit of gameplay uh, before getting into uh, Valheim, talking about um, Hearth and Home, uh, their first big anything that they're doing with the game since I bought it. Um, That's what you get from buying games. I know. Ian really talked me into it because I, I heard like we were just talking back and forth. I saw him talking about it, and then uh, I jumped in and never played it with literally anybody else. And I was like, "This was a poor decision <laughs> because it should only be played with other people." From what I understand, um, so yeah, it looks like uh, you know just adventuring and building. I think they're focusing a lot on the like building portion of it which the building portion of it was pretty good um i actually had a lot of that was where i had the most fun was just grabbing the resources and you know building a structure where i wouldn't be uh you know freezing to death um nice good times good times um after that they showed off uh what's that game Oh, uh, Crossfire. I feel like they've been talking about Crossfire for a long time. Did you um, get caught in the Crossfire? That, that's the one that's coming to um, Game Pass. Yep. Uh, it's just like a, a shooter. Just a random whatever shooter coming to Game Pass. Yep. Um, that we've seen for like two years now. It was part of the S- Series X 
No, it was part of the Xbox uh, E3 conference last year, I believe. It was like their opening game that they had. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm open to check it out, but man, it's been it's been a long time. It's kind of uh, worrisome. Um, where are we now? What was this one? Uh, oh, the Gensh, uh, the Genshin Impact uh, crossover with um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh boy, yeah. from Horizon. Yeah, um, you know, just that they're they're just grabbing Why not? whoever for, they can. Yeah, for much. a few days, yeah. if you play, you can grab Aloy as a character that you can have in your lineup. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I, I guess. guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll never understand Genshin um, Impact, and that's fine. Genshin Impact was fun. I don't know. I, I I thought it was I thought it was fun. It was not something I played for a long time. I think I still have it downloaded. I just haven't um, played in quite some time. Um, after that, they showed off uh, a little bit more of the that Sony exclusive fighter, um, Sif, uh, Sifu. Um, that game looks really fun. Uh, it, it, Sifu. Yeah. It, it it has like a um, absolver yep. feel to it. I really like that. I really like the Absolver. Isn't there um, a mechanic in this where every time you are defeated or killed or something like that, your you character older. ages? Yep. Yes. And I think with that comes uh, like permanent like debuffs. Yeah, it's like you get better at certain things and worse at certain things. Yeah. And that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, you just deck that old lady. Love she to punched do it. the shit out of that old lady. Um, but yet another game coming out February twenty second, twenty twenty two. Perfect. Um, yeah, remember it? What was it when uh, Days Gone was coming out? There was like five games coming out on February twenty second. And now it's just completely uh, overcrowded uh, in February for games. Well, it, but all of them ended up leaving that date, except like one random. I think it was like a Ubisoft game, like a yearly Ubisoft game. So. Just sticking with tradition, I guess. Um, I think it might be the last thing that they showed off. It was very weird. I, I still, even after playing the game and knowing it, do not understand um, Death Stranding. Correct. <laughs> um, I, I believe they have the, the free upgrade for PS5, right? Uh, I think so. I want to say it's free. Um, I, I, I haven't confirmed it. I have it. I haven't upgraded it just because the game is so freaking weird. It's a lot. Um, it, it is. It, um, and the thing that they showed off here, they had like a trailer just talking a bit more. Um, I, I feel like this game is constantly Hideo Kojima going, oh, let's do this. Oh, well, we have that, so we have to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we have Kojima that. Now we have to do this. this. He was like, no, for people that have never experienced the game yet. Or for people that started playing and then dropped off. Or for people that want to play it again, but different. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to say all that. It's just... That's everybody. Just, just say everybody. Well, yeah, this is a game that is a video game that you can play if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to say. Like, I, I love it because you can see the, the way that the thought process went. Okay, um, so we put a motorcycle in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Catapults instead of trebuchets, though? Not a fan. Not a fan, yeah. Yeah, tack it back to trebuchets. Um, 
Okay, so we have the motorcycle. Uh, let's put in some ramps. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Um, okay, we have the ramps now. I mean, if you're jumping through the air, you might as well be able to do tricks, right? Hell yeah, yeah. brother. Okay, cool. Well, we did put other vehicles in there, too. Should we add racing? I hope that this is Why just not? like a weird yeah. alternate ending to Final Fantasy VII where Sephiroth hmm. won. <laughs> like, okay, the what? Sword to somebody. Oh, like they don't even—they don't even call him by his name. They're just like, what else could Norman Reedus use? How about robot legs? Yep, let's give him robot legs. Just a a, a random set of legs a with a platform on top of it, so he can sit on it and just game. leg around without using his legs. Walking. Now we're gonna let you <laughs> walk. Use something else to walk. Yeah, that's that's something that blows my mind. And this, the whole point of the game <laughs> was like wild. having to complete a specific this, task. This should like have been a middle. It was like what? what? Okay, what's <laughs> what's something cool that we could add to this game where the whole point is walking? Oh, you don't have to walk. <laughs> so it's nothing. There's no game. It's the most, this is the Seinfeld of video games. It's a game about not doing it's anything. It's a game about nothing. And yeah. It's also like this he's feels... he's making it more and more um, like Metal Gear, which Metal Gear. is, I think, definitely losing me. Maybe other people are more interested about it. But I like games that have a very specific little concept, and it's like, okay, you're a delivery man. you got to get the pizza there, and you can't drop it. And also there's demons. And you're Tobey Maguire. They'll kill you if you don't pee on them. It's, that is such yeah, a traumatizing this, game pitch. <laughs> that is probably exactly what Kojima did. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have like the man doesn't even have to pitch things. Like they just go, okay, well here's so what I have an idea for I feel a game. Like, okay, pizza, here's but it was a really bad neighborhood, but you also had to pee really, really bad. Damn, full been there. Hold right? on, and you have this Hold fetus on. strapped to your we're chest. Gonna to, we're gonna have to stop recording. But you're also pregnant. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pee thing makes sense now. <laughs> Stop making it make sense. Uh, but very weird. They showed this trailer at the end um, of... I, I don't even know what was happening. He was, like, looking out, like, a doorway. And there was, like, a whale. It was all underwater outside the doorway. And there was, like, a whale. Like a Moby Dick whale. Mm. Like dick, dick whale. Um, I want to say dick whale a couple more dick times. Um, like, coming up and then it just, like, cut. Very. I still every time I look at this, I, I've been here. I've done this game. I do still do not. Well, know Well, I think going I can on. explain the whale thing because Death Stranding is something that happens in the real world where a bunch of whales end up getting beached um, all at the same time. So that's probably a reference to like the fact that that's the game the itself is to, called Death that's Stranding. Just the whales trying to kill us. Yeah. They tried. They, they're so oh. desperate to kill us that they went to land. <laughs> that they don't have legs. Could you do, imagine if whales do had I legs? Have to... Well, I mean, they did. Stop it. <laughs> I want to say stop it. Um, they're called hippos now. I, 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 I want to like this game. I do not need any of the Norman Reedus in the little like room by himself stuff. I just. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that a thing? Know he had to you know what I mean? It. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like 
it's like Danny DeVito <laughs> in It's Always Sunny, just getting him to do whatever random shit they could. H- like, was like, get Norman okay, it? so eat a Dorito, but then when you crunch down, a piece of it gets wedged in between your molars and it hurts, so then you jump around and slap the side of your jaw, and then you pick it out with your fingernails, and then you look at it, and then you still eat it. This is probably, like, okay. all the leftover... <laughs> Chug all these monsters. This is probably, like, all the leftover mocap and, like, outtakes, and it's like, we could do something with this. This is this is a blooper Jesus. reel. <laughs> Terrible. This is the blooper reel. But that was pretty much the whole thing. They, they, yeah, it, it it feels that all that felt like the blooper reel. You're right. They kind of saved it for the end, though. Dun, the dun, interesting. Dun, 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 yeah, like the Metal Gear. Like it, it kind of had a horror vibe to it as well, um, where you're like. Uh, it shows you in this like underground. This is clearly like the bunker. last Metal Gear of Us <laughs> Stranding. It, yeah, it's it's Metal yeah. Gear, but with a little bit of uh, a thrill. Like, how the fuck are you going to be hiding when you have like fifteen packages on your back? The dudes crouch down. The packages stick up four foot well, above the railing. When you're in a warehouse. Like, hey, why are these packages? <laughs> you blend right, right in with all the boxes. Exactly. I've never seen just a box start randomly moving. I have. Like, what? <laughs> All right. Then the box but has somewhere that, to be. That was opening night live. <laughs> like, there was a lot of stuff, uh, some good stuff, some weird stuff, um, but it, it was good to see. Uh, yeah, it was good to see some of um, some of these things that we've kind of known about, uh, and I, I, I almost want to say even better seeing some of these things that we were like surprised about so definitely go check out that they have of course uh you can watch the full video or you can just catch like we have a, an article i don't, here I don't think physics Gamescom works the way that they think it, it works with these motorcycles prove it <laughs> no no it's like the motorcycle itself that's what i'm saying jump. yeah it's batshit insane these games this game should not exist <laughs> uh in, in its current form um, it certainly should not, not exist saying, in the form it's going to become. <laughs> my God. Uh, We're laughing in the face of God. Yeah. He's going to smite he's us. He's going to not he be fighting too bad. He turned 58. He, he did. 58, and he said that he has body maybe years away. to fail him, but he's going to keep working on video games until his mind goes. <laughs> oh and that, that means that he's aware that he's going to go crazy. <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm over here with my... Like, really wide eyes going his mind is not failing him how would you know if he went <laughs> nuts because all of his ideas are already just batshit insane he would just start making normal games yeah, he's, he's like <laughs> in this video game you have a gun and you shoot a man and people are like like he everything all right, dude? they're gonna give him a bunch of money and they're gonna be like okay he's gonna come right after the next super God, monkey I hope ball. he makes it and then the game that he announces is after watching super monkey ball a super monkey ball game i hope that he makes a dating sim That'd yep. be good. I hope that that's That'd how it goes out in a dating sim. Where you fight and God. And the last bit here. <laughs> where you fight God. We should really start Only it turns out that he is the final about boss, games but that we he's also make. the main character. So it's about fighting yourself the entire time. God or Hideo <laughs> Is both. What's the difference? It is both. Um, but, uh, yeah, the last thing we had here... Uh, was kind of something we... I don't know if we started the show really talking about it, but Monster Rancher. Um, there's a new bundle coming Hell out. Oh yeah, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 X... Wait a minute. It was it XD or DX. SD? 
Isn't it DX? DX. Rar. I don't know. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's the first two games. Unfortunately, the main interesting mechanic has been removed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, the... Uh, you know the ability to like scan your existing uh, CDs and DVDs. So like th- I remember that was a big thing when I was playing this in Jesus 2002 or whatever, where it's like you know you slap in your new uh, you know Lincoln Park album you just got or whatever to see what kind of freaked disgusting ass creature comes out of it, some kind of golem with butt cheeks and instead of stones. Actually, wait a minute, hell that's yeah, a Let me write that that's down. pretty cool. Golem butt cheek. So, uh, that's going to be good. It's like, uh, I mean, it's like a Pokemon-like, but you are maintaining your, like, creatures through... They have, like, a natural life cycle. They, like, die of old age. Um, you See, send them to, really like, cool. tournaments to compete, and there's, like, you know, they're, they're doing combat. They're doing different stuff. There's stats. You're breeding. Um, but key you, know, you have reminder, to develop a relationship with them. These were definitely PS1 games. So oh, go these were like it. these are PS Zero games, honestly. Don't go into it expecting <laughs> to look good. It's to not going to look good. It's not going to be good. It's not fun. <laughs> you just like it for some reason. You don't know why. But please buy it. Please buy it. We need Monster Rancher oh, Three and Four uh, DX to come out as well. So I'm stuck on the Golem with butt cheeks. I, I think it's a good idea. That's a good. What's a good name for too? it? No. Um, <laughs> I'll work on that. We'll bring that to you guys next week. Uh, you guys can go ahead and write into us. Yeah. What is the name of the uh, butt cheek on, golem? On Twitter. Butt cheek golem. What's the Hashtag what butt here? cheek golem. As well, follow us over on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, for Mammoth Games Inc., I'm Jay. I'm Austin. Me as always. I'm. As well, Johnny Riot. And I'm Brian. Trying to be major party. Oh, ah, see. he stole my name. We will never successfully complete an intro or outro. It's not going to happen. I like it. This I promise you. I like it. The butt <laughs> cheek right. Have a golem's uh, weakness is the butt plug golem. Can we call him? You can name him Clapums. Yeah.